Brooklyn Radio, alright? This is how we doing it, New York style. This is Small Talk, and I'm here with two guests, uh, Skinny Friedman, who will sometimes be referred to as Andy and sometimes as Skinny, and the kid Mero, Mero, who will be referred to as Mero. Yeah, Mero, I missed it. You can't do that. That's what they always tell me. Uh, all right, so something just happened in music, I know, on TV because people were tweeting about it, but I don't know what it was. And it maybe Sunday night was it the Emmys or something? What was that? Yo, I have no idea. No, there was something Sunday? with. I know the Country Music Awards happened a little while ago. It was a Sandy benefit. Oh no, yeah. I did oh, watch that. It was a Sandy yeah, b- benefit it was with the 12, 12, 12. It was, yeah, I, I watched it because I'm a, a white person and grew up feeling ob- like I felt like some kind of obligation to see the like weird Nirvana you gotta fuck with Billy Joel and shit. I, I like I really I don't hate Billy Joel. I just like don't care at all. Yeah, but people were really felt a way about it, and I don't think I've ever seen anything more divisive on my Twitter feed than Billy Joel. Oh man, because it was love like, him hate him. yeah, really. It's like, what did like, he do? Huh? What did he do? He like was fat and played a bunch of songs about like, like had 1978. Jowls. Yeah. <laughs> he has jowls. Yeah. It had jowls. Looks like a he looked like Fester. He looks like Uncle Fester. <laughs> Is that the one whose kid died? No, it's Eric Clapton. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Just, Is he the one that did Margaritaville? Cooking. That's J- Jimmy Buffet. <laughs> Jimmy Buffet. Okay, yeah. that's Cameron. Um, <laughs> no, like, yeah, Billy Joel's just no. But you know, he's just like a sad. Oh, he's like, a piano man. Yeah, he's like a yeah, sad yeah, alcoholic, yeah. like dude from Long Island. Yeah, Eric Clapton Long, played. Oh, Long Island fucks with Billy Joel heavy. Seriously, okay. yeah, that was just like like douchebag Yankee fan. No yeah. offense, but yeah, like yeah. you know, there's a demographic there. Oh people, yeah, yeah, yeah. People with a lot of money tattoos. in New York City. That would donate money to like rebuild New Jersey. I mean, I understand why they did it, but it was like I was watching out of spite. Like, <laughs> actually, funny story. My friend who works for Universal hit me up one day and was like, "I just got a bag of shit from YMCMB. Do you want a Young Money Cash Money Ballers hoodie and also a grocery bag?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> a grocery bag. Like a grocery have, like, bag. That's so perfect." Yeah. Does it say hashtag grocery Shit, bag? I didn't even think of that. That's amazing. I mean, it's like, you know, like one of the like joints that you roll to Trader Joe's with so you don't uh, have to get paid back. Yeah. So that's, I have a, that's, put a nice Merlot in there. I'm bitch. glad I put the, the I put the full circle next. That's even better. It's a, it's a grocery bag. But yeah, um, so he was like, hey, like, why don't you come over? You can watch this dumbass concert and you can pick up your double XL YMCMB bright red sweatshirt. It should come with young gutta carrying your groceries from the store every I, time. I bet young gutta, I bet gutta gutta, I bet gutta gutta showed up with the stuff. I bet like, he was yo, like the guy that, that yeah delivered the, the stuff. Was UPS part time? Yeah, he was yeah. a courier. No, he's like yeah, seriously, he's a bike courier. He was in premium rush. <laughs> <laughs> yo, niggas get signed to Cash Money and become couriers, nigga. Oh, Lil Bow is delivering an envelope to my house right now. Oh, the, man. the cycle time sensitive documents is so short <laughs> at this point. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, and this is where my rap nerdery comes from. Do you remember um what Squad Up? It was like Gutta's first group. Uh, it was like Lil Wayne's first, like very vaguely. Yeah, it was like, but there was four dudes, one of whom was Gutter Gutter. Back, like I don't. All I remember is it they may had, or may not have been Philly's most wanted. Also, it could be the no, no, exact no, same, the same group. No, this Yo, was like the two nigga groups. It's, it's bad. Different no, there were all of okay, courageous. All, my whole point is the they had a niggas. tape that was they had, they had a tape that was pretty good and had a song with that Manny Fresh produced. Two on Chains it. was in and it. So like. Yo, every black lesbian thing. looks like Maddie Fresh. Be. Can, I, can, that be, <laughs> oh. can that be stated? Every black lesbian I mean, looks like Maddie Fresh, dog. Oh, Straight up. Straight slam. Shout out to them, though. 
Hey. I fuck with Puerto Rican lesbians heavy. They're my second favorite species of people. <laughs> someone someone last night was out. like, yo, should I follow the kid Mero? He seems real funny. I was like, he he likes to make fun of Puerto Rican lesbians. And I yo, was like, used to, there was a point in my, I was in my crib. I had a roommate and we had like five Puerto Rican lesbians that would come over constantly my nigga, every day and just roll up. They would come through because they didn't know how to roll Dutchess. They used to be like, yo, can you roll a Dutch for me? Yeah. And I, I light up. I was like, no doubt. Yo, they started chilling at the crib heavy. I was like, you bitches can stay if you want. How just often do you get mistaken for Thurston Howell the third? Also, I don't. I don't <laughs> go to Brooklyn House. I don't know. <laughs> niggas in the Bronx, I'd be like, yo, what? Yeah, they you, never heard of that. Probably. Yeah, niggas out there listen to fucking. Wait, the wait. Screams of their peers. And the pull is full circle. You know he's on the Mayhem Loren album. The who? Thurston Mayhem Loren. Mayhem. You might know him as Mayhem Loren because you might only see him on the internet. But I don't know. Dude, he doesn't. He uh, he's like, like, in like the action Bronson yeah, circle yeah, yeah, of rapping yeah, yeah. as rappers. Yeah, but, he's a Queensland. But he fucks with like uh, Rock Marciano, those dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like he's got like a bunch of hair. Yeah, his yeah. whole I mean, his whole album's great. It's got like it's all like Harry Fraud. But um, yeah, Thurston Howell's on it. It's weird. He just kind of shows up and the raps about polo and it's awesome. And you're like, I remember this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still around. He, I think it's not his full gold fronts, be in 2012. Hey, that's real. You don't want to fuck with a nigga with, yeah, like full gold fronts in 2012. I haven't wow. seen the nigga in a. I saw a video of him, of his. I don't even know when it was, me. It was a mad long time ago, but he was like in the fucking, in the ghetto, in the <laughs> Colombian ghetto with some crazy shit. You know what wow. I'm mean? saying? Like niggas behind him with machetes and he's rapping about some shit. He, I forgot what beat it is. Internet, if you, hear, if you heard that, Jay, you know what I'm talking about? Please holler. That was like the first like rap record I bought was the, uh, the uh, Brooklyn Hard Rock single. That's like. Going way back, I mean not Wait, that what? far back. Right? That's what rappers used to fuck niggas up, like niggas, like really would fuck somebody up. Like the first saying? rap record I ever bought, record, not like album, but like when I first started DJ, the first thing oh, I bought, oh vinyl, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't no, think no, that was no, the for first me, that record. Was like J Live or some shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. no I thought that we were talking about. What was the first like tape you ever bought though? First one I ever bought, actually, the first like I bought the Check the Rhyme cause single, but like I was a younger brother, so like I like was you know, borrowing a bunch of shit from my brother. So I was dubbing like, like he had like raising hell on cassette. And then I like, when he was done with it, I like stole it from him and listened to it a bunch. The first one I got was like a compilation that had Dana Dane and Houdini and shit. Oh on shit. It. And that's showing my age yeah. right there. But, the, but it was when those songs were already a couple of years old. Right, right. You know, fucking, I never, like I had, I don't even remember buying tapes really. I remember stealing tapes. I remember stealing tapes from my cousins because they always had mad tapes. I think the first tape I ever stole from my cousin Patty was fucking uh, The Jungle Brothers, Straight Out of the Jungle. And I was like a kid. You know what I'm saying? When that shit came out and I was just bumping him. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, that shit is in Spanish, nigga. These niggas, are, shit sounds ridiculous. And I can't even remember none of the songs. And she hopped Midnight Marauders. When I shit dropped, I stole that shit immediately. You know what I'm saying? And then fucking, I used to go to The Wiz on, on Fordham and steal tapes there. Oh, you're born and raised in, in the Bronx, right? Or New yeah, York? Yeah, yeah. And I was born in Washington Heights and moved to the Bronx when I was right. like little. I, I I point that out because like I mean I was like in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, as like you know, and you were like in Mississippi, so it's like a very like the first hip hop tape you got. It was like you were still that shit was everywhere for yeah, you guys. I was like for five us, years old. For, for, for us, it's like an exception. I mean, yo, I mean, yeah, I was exposed to that shit crazy. Man. My yeah. parents hated that shit. Man. Really hated it. I had a cousin that was mad into like metal and shit, and he fucking. I remember he came over, and he was from DR, like straight Dominican nigga, like born there, never lived here ever. Um, 
he came here and he copped like a video, a VHS tape of like Woodstock or some shit like that <laughs> and put the shit on. And the nigga don't speak no English, dog. And he's watching a Woodstock documentary. And I'm like, fucking, I don't know how old the little nigga. I'm sitting there watching this shit. My pops was like, this shit is straight devil shit. <laughs> I was like, dog, this is like fucking sorry for the golf vocal, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the fuck? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This shit ain't evil, nigga. These niggas look mad soft. How's this evil? It's man? a couple Jews playing acoustic yeah. guitar, man. That ain't evil. What is stuck out about cool. this? Crazy. And the nigga never even played metal. My parents hated that shit. Be and then I came through with the rap, and they was like, "Yo, get these niggas out of here. Put some bachata on." <laughs> Meryl, what is your day job when you're going to work? When you're coming from work, what is it that you do? Oh, uh, I can't even. Can I talk about it? It's a fucking school. I feel like it's a school. I work in a school. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I should say more than that because niggas get nervous. When you talk about schools and shit, I'm not even going to go there. But um, yeah, nah, I've been, I've been doing this shit for a minute. It's like an office job. You know what I mean? I don't really interact with kids and nothing like that. But it's in a school, so I see kids and I see like shit that they do and all that. But little niggas are wild, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm like, yo, when I'm saying writing like random shit, I'm like, yo, son, there's, there's, there's such an ill thing that happened at work. Yeah, there's such an ill thing that happened at work. But I was like, yo, I can't even talk about it because it's a kid. That shit is wild illegal. I had no idea. It was fucking illegal to talk about kids. I get fired and all that. Nigga, I need some money. <laughs> can't get fired. And uh, and you're writing too, right? Oh, yeah. The shit fucking... Everything that happens to me is, is what I write about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't write about... Like, I won't... I'll write about shit that... Like, I'll write straight slander. You know what I mean? Because niggas love that shit. But, like, if I'm writing about something, like, I got to know about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to write about a nigga I never heard. Or, like, some shit I never did. Like, I'm not going to, you know, be like, yo, the six months I was addicted to heroin. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never did that shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really speak on it. Everything I write about is relatable, and it probably really happened. Yeah. Unless it's crazy, like me going in a spaceship. You know what I mean? But but you're writing for TV, too, right? Or, like, trying to? Yeah, yo, fucking. You know, it's funny because whenever, I, like, some shit happens, like, I get an email, and it'll be some crazy shit. I mean, it's just like, yo, take that shit off Twitter. I'll tweet some shit like, yo, nigga, yeah. You know, Jamie Foxx fucking wants to, you know, buy my movie or some crazy shit like that. And they'll be like, yo, get that shit off of the fucking internet, my nigga. Oh, I see. So you can't talk about it. Oh, man. But I do. I'm writing a TV show. Shit is very far advanced, my nigga. Like, I'm got, there's a production company involved and shit, like networks and all that. So. So you're like writing a show. You're not like getting scouted to write for shows. Like, you're yeah, like, nah. Yo, you know, it's funny though. The only reason I even pursued this shit, like, like writing, writing on some, you know, for TV and all that was because I was blogging. Yo, and shout out to my nigga Chris, because that nigga is really the nigga that started me with the with the whole blogging shit. Cause he was like, yo, I got I'm gonna start a blog. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the fuck is a blog? What is his nigga? blog? It was he started Victory Light. Like he was oh, like, I see. yo, like, oh, so you're like a guest on that when it started. Yeah, it was um actually it was supposed to be me, him, and my man Hav, and my man Christian. And like one nigga write about sports and one nigga write about, you know, I don't know, sneakers or some shit. You know what I mean? Like whatever. It was supposed to be like one of those stupid like, this is your start page, nigga. Here's a slideshow type shit. And then none of the, all my friends are apathetic weed head drug addicts. You know what I'm saying? So they were like, yeah, niggas posted one post. The only other nigga that posted besides me was Chris. You can see the shit in the way beginning. Like the first, first post was like about the Mets or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the Mets spring training report. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The next, the next one is like white nigga hall of fame. <laughs> shit, like how to slander a fat bitch white dude hall of fame the Mets spring training Lenny Dykstra flow nigga. you know what I'm saying but yeah he started the shit and then I just like niggas stopped writing they all stopped writing and I just 
I just took over the shit. And um, it's funny because the, the name Victory Light came from this documentary about the Bloods. I don't know if you niggas ever seen it. Which one? Um, Slipping. Nah. 10 Years with the Bloods. They sh- Yo, they were showing this shit on Showtime all the time. I think it was on Showtime. Yo, but it was like a documentary that followed these blood niggas from, from Cali like for 10 years. There's a scene in the shit where this dude is like, we went to go visit our man low down, you know what I'm saying? And we forgot that we had to bring IDs to the jail, you know what I'm saying? So and then, and then so we decided to smoke instead. And it shows them like on railroad tracks outside the jail smoking dust. Niggas are smoking dust and like kicking bottles. Yo, this one nigga comes out of nowhere. He's like, ah, starts roaring like a dinosaur. I was like, I can relate to this shit, my nigga. The blunt goes out and, and the dude asks the other dude, he's like, let me get a light, my nigga. A motherfucking victory light. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, bog, nigga, that's it right there. The victory light. I was thought victory light was like like a victory, but like like a low-key victory. You know, like something you don't want to get too excited about. <laughs> light victory. You know, it's like I got I got the saddest little like like fucking bowl full of shake. <laughs> and it's like I got just enough to get high and I'm gonna get fucked up. But uh but like it's not you don't wanna be too happy about that. Because yeah. the the overarching situation is you need more drugs, yeah, which is up. unfortunate. And then you drop one crumb of that shit, you have a heart attack, nigga. Your, your night is ruined. <laughs> your whole night is fucked up. Your whole week, baby. Jesus. Oh, here comes more whiskey for me. <laughs> Uh, season's greetings. We're at, we're at Ian's apartment uh, back here in Times Square. This nigga got a blowjob view, my nigga. <laughs> this nigga got a blowjob Scarface view. Nigga. Yo, we just we... sit there getting brained what, looking out the window. At, no, at the on the real though, we what was it, July 4th when we were up here? Yeah. And we were, um this this building across the street has been like under construction forever. They moved oh, they moved in? Well, they were showing one of the early, I, for some reason there was a party or something at one of these apartments and the bathroom is right the fuck there. So <laughs> like at some point people realized that you could watch people go into the bathroom and by like uh, within a half an hour of that people, everyone was just wasted staring and every time you'd see like a dick or some girl's butt, everyone would be cheering. <laughs> it was a real, real turned up 4th of July. Oh shit. <laughs> if, you, if you can't hear it where we're talking about the fact that Ian said the most exciting thing of that night was when someone took a dump and everyone got to watch it <laughs> and the apartment was very excited about it yeah niggas was all some heavy it's, shit it's dire out here to be excited about watching the shit I mean you know it's cool <laughs> um, Mero have you caught anybody stealing jokes from you yo on Twitter all the time you know what I'm saying and like all the people that are trying to like take a percentage of my riches and shit always tell me like, yo, dog, you're giving, you're giving away the jokes and shit. And I'm like, I am, but am I? You know what I'm saying? Because niggas, if I just stop tweeting, niggas would be like, fuck this nigga. You know what I mean? I update the blog like every six months. Yeah, I got to give niggas a little, a little knowledge, dog. Nigga, a little 140 characters. Bang, right there in your cranial hole. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Keep niggas interested. Because if you just, that, you know, if I, I update my blog. If you look at this shit, it says like 2012. 10 posts, you know what I'm saying? And the year before, that was like 138. You know what I'm saying? I was posting every week because I had a different schedule and shit. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you know, busy and shit. And like, I got to pretend to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you don't you don't really have to be working, but you got a front, you know what I mean? Like, I can't be sitting there on my phone like, Yo, you know, this nigga looks like Whoopi Goldberg. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll get dead. Niggas will dead me. This New York City will dead you, my nigga. Unless you're straight fucking... Got 50, even if you got 50 years on the job, New York City will be like, yo, fuck you, nigga. Peace. So I'm trying to keep it low, nigga. Until I get a million. Then I'm moving to Jersey. Niggas will never see me again. Um, 
there uh there was that uh that blog hyperbole and a half uh which is great and like made a whole bunch of memes um and she, she was like killing it and then all of a sudden it was like i'm writing a book and then that's the last thing you ever heard of it i feel like that's really stupid yeah that's to, to stop your blog Niggas, entirely because yeah. if, if if that's what people check for you for they're not going to be fucking you're with not, your book in 18 not, months or whatever when you get it together. Niggas ain't going to care about that. Dog, I just made a joke about fucking the 2012 VMAs, dog. This book is coming out in 2018. Niggas ain't going to wait that long. It's like going to jail. Nigga, your bitch ain't waiting for you, nigga. So you got to eat the pussy on Twitter. Nigga, you got to eat that Twitter pussy, nigga. Keep the bitch into it. The maintenance text. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what up? The first time you came through... We talked for about twenty minutes before we hit record, and I really regretted it because we we, we both independently had stories about uh, taking mushrooms at the Bronx Zoo. Oh man! So we we might need to revisit that. Yo, can I just say real about that? Don't ever take psychedelic drugs and go into the world of darkness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And don't go to the reptile house neither, because that big ass turtle at the end, like that, she'll get you. No, yeah, the um, the, the, the retarded, retarded. Yeah. Yo, son, yo, yo, shout out to the forty bus, shout out to whole tree, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I'm ready. Yeah, BX. I'm on the bus and fucking, I, I pass. <laughs> yo, it's so crazy because you know when you take a bus like all the time and you, like you know what stops mad people get on it and what stops just dead because it's by like a puddle and a parking lot. You know what I mean? Like nobody's gonna wait for the bus there. Yo, and these niggas got on it to stop like that. It was a fucking whole class of retarded karate niggas, be. With the with the karate suit, nigga, with the with the belt, nigga, and the bandanas, nigga, like yo, doof, nigga, <laughs> straight chop, nigga, you chest, like <laughs> yo. For our viewers at home, Mero's doing uh, karate gestures with karate his hands. Karate gestures with the riri with the riri vocals. Yo, my nigga, yo, this shit was crazy because I'm saying that, and I, shit like that always happens to me when I'm fucking smack, me. I'll be sitting on the bus smack, and then a retarded karate niggas get on the bus. When I'm sober, it's fucking fat bitches with shopping carts. And when I'm fucked up, it's a fucking f- peanut guy, every nigga, weird niggas. Shit, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> or maybe it's because I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's that. Maybe yeah, it, it didn't really happen. Yeah, it didn't really happen. Nigga, it was a softball cool. team. It was a That's, softball yeah. team. Regular bitches. Got on the bus. I'm like, oh shit, I thought you niggas was retarded doing karate. You just updating your Facebook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought she was breaking the bar, nigga. Uh, <laughs> yo, don't do drugs, man. Drugs will fuck up your life. So when I when I went to the zoo on mushrooms, uh, I got we were walking around and it started snowing and everybody was looking at us, and so I assumed that everybody was looking at us because we were on drugs. But they were looking at us because it was 4.30 and the zoo closes at 4 o'clock. Oh, we're supposed to go to, to Bonnie and Soul to go dancing because it's Sunday afternoon. Um, and uh, in my mind, we were going to a rave in the parking lot to have an orgy. <laughs> it was like me and my, my friend uh, and uh, both of our girlfriends and uh, our gay friend, Jeff. So already I'm confused about what, what's about to happen. The mechanics of the situation. We, we walked into the uh, the house of darkness, which which Mero assures me is a real place because I, I didn't know <laughs> I that. Really I, that sounds like a euphemism. It, well, shit, shit got dark because I was I was on the big turtle and then thought that some something had cut my penis off. <laughs> I spent the whole ride home 
thinking that I was bleeding to death out of my penis <laughs> and just ready to end it all, like jump out the jump out the door. Life on, is not worth living on the Taconic. It's it's one of those moments You'll where you're tripping and you think you're never you're you're gonna be tripping for the rest of your life. Like you're never gonna come back from oh, tripping. I've never had those. I've had one bad trip, and then after I went bad trip, I like once I recognized that was like I I was able to sort of process bad trips as being an annoying three hours. It was like this is gonna be annoying for a while, and then I'm gonna like go home and take a nap. But like. I don't know. I've never had like a. Uh, I never felt like I was gonna. My dick got cut off, and I was gonna bleed <laughs> out and die on a bus. Yeah, I kind of started feeling like that every time I tripped, and so then I stopped <laughs> t- t- taking acid and wow, mushrooms. Uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks to trip anyway when you when you have to pay your taxes on oh. time and all that shit, and you start to think about your real life problems. Yeah, responsibilities oh, are yeah. a real bummer when you're major blow. Yeah, nah. One of the stranger times uh, when I was tripping out of nowhere and it was at this kind of spring fling college shit uh i, I was <laughs> tripping everywhere he was like yo dog i was at the dmv no this is at my college Wilding. uh that there was like a black uh step show and <laughs> my, my friend from la had never seen that before and it came from like orange county and had had gone to a private high school with no black people and like oh. his only black person he knew was his drug dealer he, actually he probably had a white drug dealer oh. Uh, so, was, so he's method man speaking Jamaican. He's niggas <laughs> <laughs> like Bombo Clots, Bombo Ross Clots, Pussy All. He's watching this and he just turns to me and he's white as a sheet and he's like, "What's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Why are these African American robots dancing at us?" <laughs> Are they going to kill us? No, but like, if you've never seen stepping before, totally. It's like, why are these guys? Why are these black guys aggressively stomping the ground? Like, why are they holding candy canes? Am I safe? You know, (laughs) it's a mildly reasonable response for a guy on drugs seeing a step show for the first time. Yeah, and meanwhile, I'm like wandering in the woods, thinking that the trees are about to poke me in the eyes and shit, like trying to pee in the woods. That's crazy. Just bugging out, thinking that bugs are all over me, and okay, I'm glad that I don't trip anymore because. It just got dark like almost every time. Oh man, nah, it's true. Drugs ain't even fun when you gotta fucking pay rent. Shit sucks. I remember doing drugs with mad fun, nigga. When you a kid and you live with your mom and shit, you're like, yeah, nigga, get high as fuck, nigga, go home, eat the fridge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but you get there, your boss is up, and that shit just blows your whole shit. It used to for me, nigga. I used to walk in there and see her up and be like, fuck. <laughs> I thought coming home at 3 a.m. She wasn't going to be up, dog. Bitches up watching fucking novella rerun shit. Yo, where were you, nigga? What were you doing? I was like, yo, I was chilling. I niggas, why you smell like that? I smell like fucking straight mint leaves. Cigarette. She's like, nigga, cigarettes don't smell like that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I used to fucking, but yo, this is the thing. Since my parents are Dominican, hard body, being an alcoholic is perfectly okay. Like half my family is straight functional alcoholics. When I got that drink, for everything like niggas would be like yo let's go fucking to the bank oh I'll get a drink nigga you know what I'm saying like <laughs> it's like Mad Men 2012 yeah, it's crazy yo it really is yo so I'm gonna go drop my Netflix off get a drink you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yo you niggas are drinking son yo I went to visit my aunt uncle these niggas is like 70 years old and fucking my girl oh my wife was pregnant at the time but nobody knew you know what I'm saying but my fucking aunt it was a straight alky, you know what I mean? So every time we there, she's like, yo, have a drink, have a drink. You know what I'm saying? Drink, 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 drink. Nigga, it's 930. I'm like, pounded flavored vodkas, nigga, from fucking, I don't even got English labels on it. 
know what I'm saying? Like, oh, son, what is this? Nigga, fucking rubbing alcohol? I'm drinking fucking palm juice moonshine, nigga, out there. And fucking niggas, I'm waking up at 9 a.m. I'm on vacation. I'm waking up at 9 a.m., you know what I'm saying? Drinking, drinking, drinking. My girl keeps saying, yo, I don't want any drinks. I don't want any drinks. One day we're driving to a fucking beach, some crazy, like, secluded shit, whatever. Mom's in the front seat, like, yo, have a drink, nigga. We go to the beach, nigga. Let's get fucked up. Niggas back to get fucked up. My girl's like, nah, 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 nah. She's like, and then we pulled over. We told her, yo, nigga, she's not drinking because she's because she's pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Mom's like, all right, cool. We get back in the car. She's like, yo, I got something for you to drink, though. I got something for you to drink. I got you. Hands her a little a little airplane bottle, and she's like, yo, drink that. And she's like, this is vodka. She's like, no, it's not, nigga. It's grape because it's grape flavored vodka. <laughs> so she's like, yo, she's like, yo, this shit is good money, nigga. Drink it. It's grape. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just natural, baby. Like, she's like, nah, B. Like, I'm not <laughs> drinking two airplane bottles of vodka, nigga, because you said this shit was grape. Shit is vodka, nigga. She says 80 proof on the fucking bottle, nigga. 180 proof. Is that like is that like a crazy Dominican like bootlegging culture? Is it like Yo, crazy Dominican? Niggas niggas take time? rum, niggas fake bootleg. They'll take rum, they'll buy rum, pour the shit in a fucking in the thing that's called a marijuana. That's like a, a bottle full of like sticks and funny <laughs> shit, like bay leaves and all this wild shit, and just let that shit rock. And the longer you let it rock, the more fucked up the shit tastes. <laughs> But you get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit fucks you up. You can oh drink a little God. two, three capsules of that shit and be like, oh, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Be lit. You know what I mean? But fucking. But there isn't, yeah, there isn't like actually distilling. It's just. Like, yeah, no, no. It's just yeah. niggas fucking, niggas reappropriate. Is that the word? Reappropriating yeah. rum? <laughs> reappropriate. Uh, colonizing rum? I had a friend from college who was half Hawaiian, half like backwoods Arkansas. <laughs> so I went to school in St. Louis and she used to come back. She used to go visit her, her family in backwoods Arkansas and come back with. Uh, her grandfather's moonshine, which we, <laughs> which we affectionately call Grandpa Hall. Grandpa <laughs> So like we would just go to her spot and she would have a fridge full of Grandpa Hall. Grandpa. It would be like, it would be like, there's the pear Grandpa Hall. There's the grape Grandpa Hall. And that was like, that was like some serious, like, like destroy your throat, like one <laughs> shot and you're on the floor. That was amazing. Oh man. Grandpa I swear Hall. to you. That's just how you clean your elevators. With that in fifth grade. <laughs> Grandpa Hall. In fifth grade in Catholic school in Mississippi, my science fair project that my dad helped me with, and this is his idea, was a, a moonshine still. <laughs> That's the most Mississippi thing I ever heard. Yeah. For, here's a science fair project, how to make moonshine. And the shit worked, and I did not win. Because <laughs> someone else in the class made better moonshine than you. They won. <laughs> yeah. They just had the flavor joints. They had the fucking cinnamon twist. Yeah, it wasn't sacrament wine, so it wasn't wasn't safe. You didn't bring Jesus into it. Uh, So uh, let's listen to some music. Those were free. It's for the people that do it. it I mean, do it for real, though. Would you do it for love? Yeah. Could've left a long time ago Fuck it where I'ma go A brother back in the house Could've let Obama go Do it cause you love a nigga Advice for my mama go Those who just follow green They the first kind of go <laughs> Being broke ain't a joke I'm too comical Seven digits nigga Make your first million And don't make it your last Don't come if you ain't ready Don't try to make it too fast Can't learn shit if you never make it to class You can't just recycle Jay Z invented that He did He invented that Y'all know 
where I came from. Oh, obligatory bloke, man. Yo, fucking. Yo, I feel like Fab raps like he, like he, like he wants you to watch him rap and be like, <gasps> every time he spits a punchline, like, oh, like, yo, you're so rich. I think it comes from an era when people actually did that. Like he's like the last remaining like successful punchline rapper. I can't. Can you hear? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. He's like, I mean, like, did you ever, you ever listen to the It's the Real podcast? Uh, Sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had one where they're talking about what rapper they want to be right now, and they were all like, "Yo, I want to be Jay Z. I want to be." And one of the dudes was like, "Yo, I want to be Fabulous," because all that dude has to do is make one. He puts out like one album a year. Oh. It's got like it's got like one rappy rap single on it, and one like one like real Baby like girl. yeah, and like one like track with whatever R&B singer is hot, where he just like talks about like how he's gonna take a bitch to like Hawaii, <laughs> and then he spends the rest of the year like being rich and like fucking model bitches. And, like, like yo, Fabulous is the best. Probably is, like the best life in New York City. Like, he he's rich. He doesn't have to do very much, and he spends the rest of the year just like he just makes these mixtapes. He's just like I'm gonna rap my ass off because I like to rap. Yeah, that's a good life, man. I like Fabulous. Yeah. Word. Yeah, it's like Cassidy if Cassidy was successful. Was successful. successful. Yeah. Well, it's like Cassidy in New York. But also Cassidy sounds more hungry. Like Fabulous Yo, comes from that post like, that post mace flow though, like where, it, where like, he sounds I, sleepy. Yeah, he used to say that on I think he said that in the verse one time, like niggas say I sound like mace or something some like paraphrasing. Yo, but fucking that shit where you say, you can't sound like you're trying very hard. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Like if you yeah, you know, it's a punchline and he just niggas especially be like, Yo, I remember when this nigga used to body shit. Like, he was doing freestyles on Clue, and, like, he had a Funkmaster Flex freestyle that he killed over the fucking, um, the Eye of the Tiger shit sample. He killed that shit. And then he killed, he went out, he hit It's Yours, the Wu-Tang joint, killed it. Now he's like, yo, baby girl. I love Breathe. Breathe is like yeah, one of my all time joints. That shit is crazy. He still yeah. gets on the radio. He like gets, but he still gets like songs on the radio. Raps his ass oh, off. Yeah, it's cool. Which yeah. is like, I mean, I got nothing but respect for Fab. The thing about Cassidy is like, yo, I was, every time I hear Cassidy, and I like, I, I like Cassidy, but like, I hear. Do you remember the Simpsons episode where he? Um, it's the one with the with the non uplets, and like Eddie Munster keeps showing up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At the dude, end, they end like, they have to, like they have to get him out of the zoo, and so he has to sign yeah. some paperwork. And Eddie Munster shows up, and he's like, "And I'm a notary, so I got that going for me too." Yeah, I feel like that's Cassidy's whole thing. He's like, "Check out all my opportunities." <laughs> he's working real hard. Yo, and he, my and eight remember, labels. Yo, and Mello signed him at some point. Like this is my favorite that ever happened. Mello signed him, and so he goes on. He made it like a three minute freestyle about not about like like he was nasty and Mello was nasty. The whole just was like Mello's good at basketball, so my deal is set. Like, <laughs> that dude will drop some points on you. So so you know my money's good. It's like it, it was like him like explaining it to his parents or something. Like, don't worry, I got this. Yo, watch like the followers emailed you. Yeah, seriously. So your black planet page. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No disrespect to Cassie, I'm just saying. Yeah, nah, he rip shit, but it's just like, okay, dog. Like I, I heard a, a lot. Yeah, I heard enough niggas rap their ass off. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard niggas rap their ass off, now I'm like, word. I think I it's all part of the truth that it's, it's it's people don't realize it's really hard to make money rapping your ass off these days. It didn't. I think it didn't used to be. I think like 10, 15 years ago, like you could still be the best rapper in New York City and like you could get a deal off of that. But now it's like I mean you could probably speak on this more because you're born and raised here. But like that's something that's hard for people to realize now. It's like yo, you may be a great fucking rapper, but if you ain't got good beats or you're not like attractive, like no one cares. And not only that, like they less than care. They're gonna put someone on that like has a good single and has I, an ad lib yeah niggas need that ad lib and I mean like I got like Trinidad James but like people are so mad about Trinidad James because it's like that dude is like 
Like he is sort of the embodiment of the op- appeared. He's, the, got two million. he's the opposite of rapping well. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really, like, like not even any shots at all. It's just like, you know, he's like a dude that obviously is like, I'm gonna come and talk in a real stylish way over a beat that's cool and have a catchphrase and y'all are gonna buy my record. And that makes New York really mad. And I think like it's an important thing to I don't know, it's like people need to come to terms with it. I can't remember who I was reading talking about that and uh they were they were saying that there's no precedent for somebody getting signed off of uh, of a one song, and they're like, Rick Ross got signed off of one song, and look how that turned out. <laughs> the counter argument is that Krayshawn got signed off of one song, and look how that turned yeah. out. I mean, Krayshawn. I sold more records than I My babe, my fucking baptism sold more copies. Man, I like. I don't know if I should defend Krayshawn or Trinidad James first. <laughs> I got I got hella on a on on uh, unpopular opinions. Krayshawn, yo, I this is what I always tell people. I had to write this like I wrote this like marketing report for fucking Scion about local rap scenes like two years ago. So like this was before she blew. Um, so I was doing all this research on like based rap because I was like Lil B obviously came from somewhere. He's got this huge scene behind him and I was just like reading up that shit. So before this shit happened, Krayshawn was like just like she has this like a real like she's obviously not a good rapper Ugh. but like what was notable about her is she's like like the way she presents herself is like art it's like art for art's sake it's like she just likes to create stuff right, yeah. and it's like I'm not I'm just Chris saying Sean. like she her tumblr was sort of like here's a bunch of stuff and then she got really into making like weird like pornographic pixel art for a while and then she was like doing <laughs> videography and stuff yeah she I mean she's like like she probably shouldn't have gotten a rap deal but I don't think we should like hold the people that were stupid and signed her like it's it's their fault for signing her it's not her fault for taking the money yeah, she nah. might have like gotten in her head with it but I think it's important to note that like she's not someone that got made like she's just like a, a California chick who's, like, scooped up. she's like a scene chick who like is pretty and like has some funny ideas and is kind of savvy and smart it's like that's not it's way more on the industry than it's on her and I just think that like, it's a, like, you don't have to like, I'm not going to defend her career but I mean like people need to make it Distinction between a rap scene, a rap industry doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, right. and someone who's in over their head, you know. I'm, uh, yo, I never get mad at niggas. Me, I slam the niggas all the time. I'm, but I hope everybody makes a bajillion dollars. Me, yeah, straight up. Trader James just want to say like he's been showing up in New York for a minute. Like he was um, like you know Ballers Eve, like Jay Dirt and them. Like they, I mean they've been talking about Trader James for a year. So like, I'm, you know, like I he didn't come out of nowhere. I mean, to, like, niggas never come out of me. nowhere. You can't, you can't. No, I know. Like, there's nobody that actually is like, yo, I'm gonna start. Rap it tomorrow. Well, but right? he's but he has said himself that he's been rapping for a year though. Yeah, but they can but say like, that, but they but you don't just are like, yo, I'm gonna start rapping. Even if you even if you're like, yo, fuck rap, I'm just gonna go in there and fuck around. Like you still are like, it takes you, a while to build a career. Yeah, yeah, to build to make it to that point where you're like, yo, I'm gonna do this shit. I just you know what I mean? it's just as long as people are gonna be mad at dude for being like, I just think it's important to note he's not like a dilettante. You know, this dude that was like, I'm gonna start rapping, and then people cared about him enough to actually build his career up. You know? yeah, yeah. And I'm playing the devil's advocate here because I have zero opinion on Trinidad Jones. <laughs> Or James or whatever the fuck. Trinidad Jones. Jones. That's not like a boxing match. Like Trinidad. Trinidad Jones for eighty dollars. Or a pirate. <laughs> okay, this is Ice Burgundy. Troublesome. Got, this is fucking this is uppercut and nigga music. <laughs> you got uppercut and nigga. You gotta go to Wendy's and be like, yo, you're gonna call and then uppercut the nigga behind you in line. <laughs> Wait, go to Wendy's and uppercut and nigga. Uppercut and nigga. Go to Wendy's. You gotta go somewhere very specific. Uh, or it doesn't work. What's the against all those 808s? I don't even produce music, B. Uh, I think that's what it is. Those like boom, boom, boom drums. It's a rap. 
and a little thing and the shit I told you about last time, the little snare roll, the Let's forget it, nigga. I'm getting drunk, I'm kicking a nigga in the chest out. I might do a car wheel out the window and get land on a nigga. Stop him out. Like I, I have like things to say about Ice Burgundy, so I wanna like I don't wanna like kill the comedic vibe. Um, <laughs> he's like, yo, I think he's very uh Well no, he's um articulate. Yeah. No, I liked I liked he had a tape that I thought was from last year called Kairu Progress Involves Risk, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I said an unfortunate acronym right there. Man alive. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a, <laughs> he's the like he's a like Blood Gang West Side affiliate of Brick Squad. It's like him okay. and Joe Moses, and he. Uh, oh, so I fuck with yeah, him. he's yeah. he's from California. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's really. I mean, he's pretty good. I just didn't like either of the tapes he put out. He, the, the pirate tape was really good. Um, I didn't like the tapes he put out. He put out two tapes at the same time. One was called Rhythm and Burgundy. One was called Rhythm and Burgundy. Yeah, the other one was called like I don't know, like Burgundy music or some shit. I wasn't really. Into him. A lot music. of people were really into him, but I mean, I like him a lot. I just wasn't really. Um, I'm about to cut a whole tape of shit like this and just get on the shit and be like. Punch a nigga in the chest. Punch a nigga in the chest. Sniff his annex. And then throw some crazy other drug reference in. You, you really could, dude. I, just kill it. I got beats. Let's do this. Let's do it. Nigga, you, Make it you heard it here first, nigga. Coming Wait, out I'm on not. TNA Records. <laughs> <laughs> heard it right here. TNA, TNA Street. <laughs> TNA <Yeah>. Urban. <laughs> the, TNA is my label with tits worth. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, I, I, when I first looked him up, the first thing that came up is he has this thing on YouTube that's just his day-to-day life, and it's just called a day in the life of Burgundy or some shit like that. YouTube? Yeah. Oh, and uh, too much on YouTube. He he. The, in the first one, they're driving around and they're going to video shoots uh, that have Waka Flocka Flame in them, and uh, showing people taking pictures with Flocka, and then he tells a story about beating somebody up at the gas station. <laughs> Because the guy at the gas station was like, nice car, it's rented. <laughs> and then so, he said, like, or how much is the lease? And so then I punched him in the face. <laughs> that, that was his story. Compton. Compton. Yeah, exactly. That's why Kendrick Lamar is scared. Oh, yeah. Man. Yo. This is like everyone I know is insane. Everyone Go listen to the Ice Burgundy skit. That's a... That's a life I don't envy is when you try to just bring up like car talk at the gas station and then just get punched in your face. And then he shows his fist and he has teeth marks in in his knuckles. (laughs) Unfortunately. I got got teeth marks. That's why you niggas are trying to test me in the street. I have a a pencil lead stuck between my knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you niggas trying to test me. Period. I did stab somebody. <laughs> I stabbed somebody in, in eighth grade uh, who is in like, the, the gifted and talented program who used to try to bully me. I stabbed him with a mechanical pencil in real life. Wow. So he has a he has a mark on him. He he tried to yoke me up and I stabbed him in the arm a few times with a pencil. Oh man. Damn. My go to move is to get a nigga in the staircase and throw him down the stairs. <laughs> that was my go-to fight move. I'll punch a nigga in the face once, dog. I get winded. Nigga. I smoke too much. I'll I'll maneuver my way to the stake and be like, nigga, see ya. That was that was never gonna work for your boxing career. Yeah, though. nah, nah, nah. If it was World Rumble, I would have been straight, nigga. Throw a nigga out the ring. WWF, you could you could maybe swing it. Like, why is there a stair car in the ring? <laughs> 
Stairmaster. Stairmaster. From the top of the stair car, the ultimate the Dominican. The, the car where there's always a, oh, it's a night boat. Because it's always a fjord or a stream. You don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. <laughs> I fold. You're too high. All right. oh, I'm not, though. All right. Here, pay attention. <laughs> I could take you all over the world, though. Oh even tell you pack like the last slide couldn't even get a cab ride. She don't. Yo, somebody can try to hit me on Twitter and be like, "Yo, Joe Bud has been rapping his ass off lately." I'm like, I'm like, yo, talk. Nigga, rapping about his girlfriend more than fucking Ryan Leslie, nigga. Beats all right. This is on the playlist on Hot 97 right now. That's the only way I know about it. I don't know. I don't you think say, so. You say Little Wayne. Yeah. Like he's a like he's a reggae artist. Yo, he's <laughs> Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Pondy Rhythm. Yo, fucking he got a song with Lil Wayne and Tank. Yo, I hate Joe so much for some reason. Wait, why is up on Tank, my Twitter? Is it the same Tank that was like on a bunch of anonymous R and B hooks like eight years ago? Oh uh, yeah. He's, that nigga's washed, B. I don't know where he came from, but Lil Wayne is kind of washed too because he wears leopard print swim trunks, nigga, in the street. Yo, have you, have you like talked to Drew about his truck fit hookup? I don't oh. put it on blast, but Drew, Drew got a bunch of free truck fit. <laughs> so he just for our like, listeners at home, who is Drew? Oh, sorry, Drew is my is uh, my editor at Vice. He's like eight years younger than me, and I basically we just get drunk and like I tell him things he doesn't know about rap, and it's exciting. Um, but he's a uh, but yeah he he is involved marrow in the the vice uh, the vice the noisy empire. But yeah, Drew Drew rocks a lot of truck fit and it's funny. He'll just be like, serious, oh, like, I gotta see this nigga. He'll yeah he'll just show up wearing the like the like Zubaz inspired blue and black pants. <laughs> yeah, he'll show up at brunch with that shit. It's a. Uh, if there was anybody who's gonna make skateboarding less cool, <laughs> it's Little Wayne. He looks like a fucking dinosaur that went in the oven. <laughs> really is. This is weird. I don't like. I don't know. I, it's first of all, I never understood. I mean, the idea of him being like the greatest rapper alive was always hilarious to me because I've been like making fun of him for a decade at that point. Like, and that's no disrespect. Like, I like get off the corner is a wonderful song. He's got a legacy, but like as with most things, Cash Money, it's ridiculous, and that's what was great about it. Yeah, but then the other thing is that Juvenile is a lot better than him. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have that output I mean, at yeah. all. Like, I but like, juvenile, like Little Wayne, is the is the guy who like he got more just to buy his music. Yeah, I mean I'll go out here and say the Mind of Manny Fresh is the, the single greatest Cash Money record. So you know, I got. Opinions. I used to have arguments. It was funny because they could play this Joe Budden bullshit. This Joe Budden bullshit. Yeah, like, we're like, yo, nigga. No, no, I'm trying to get mic stands for Christmas. Anybody who's listening, uh, please get us some mic stands. We, we just hold the mics. I think Ian just yeah, got pushed down the stairs. Oh, oh, Ian's got a mic stand. You're just pushing Ian down the stairs. We'll uh, have it. Sorry, Barrow. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't, like, I never understood the, like, the hype around Lil Wayne. Like, even when he was, like, having his, like, renaissance and putting those tapes up, I was like, I never got it. You know, I I, I appreciate his lyricism, but yo, I mean, yo Ares, did you did you have this like like as someone who comes from like a nerdy ass backpack, you know, lyrical background? Like, did you have the same disenchantment with Wayne? Like, where people were excited about him rapping, and you were kind of like, eh. like this nigga sucks, big punk. No, it wasn't. It wasn't ever like that for me because I I, I was playing parties from you know like '99 and and. 
playing JT Money and yeah. uh, and and Juvenile Ha yeah, yeah. and all those records and all the Timberland records for me. So I had zero bias against the South. It it, oh, it was more the like kind that. of thing where I didn't dislike him, but I just the greatest of all time thing. But I mean, I'm not crazy about Ti. He came in, he's, and you know I know what is? people he love Ti. Yeah, niggas love Ti. But I mean, Ti, I like Ti because Ti makes like, I mean, Ti makes like good albums and like he's not. He's not somewhat like Tia's not really claiming to be like the like the greatest like lyrical right, right. you know he makes monster. he makes good rap music I don't know did that nigga invent the word trap yeah he did I mean, right? he invented it he pretty much popularized it he copyrighted it Popu- popularized oh popularized it I was like if that nigga popularized the word trap he's rich how unfortunate is Ti's wife though? Oh man, you could tell he he got pregnant in like high school or some shit. Yeah, before he blew up, and he was probably at, at a. She looks like Lil Wayne with no hand. tattoos and a wig. Yeah, she's, she looks like Jiminy Cricket, nigga, with a with a ill lace front. Yo, she was more popping than him at one point. Right? She was in fucking Escape. They had Joyce on the radio, man. I know, cause I was getting blowjobs. Oh, his show. his wife was in Escape. Yeah. Oh. This is the Andre 3000 on TI. I mean, you can be forgiven for not listening to this because it's coming out tomorrow. Niggas are like, yo, this thing is in top four rappers I ever heard. Niggas really say that. They put this nigga in like top five. I'm like, yo, Biggie, Pac, Jay-Z, Andre, 3000. I'm like, yo, this nigga kicks one verse every 10 years. The nigga put an album and, and, and do a guest verse. And then nigga, and niggas are like, yo, see? Yo, that verse he kicked was crazy. He's top five lyrically of all time. I'm like, nigga, that's his one verse of 2012. Or maybe I don't listen to enough music, but I feel like this nigga puts out one verse every no, he, year. He definitely does like one verse every year. Yeah, because he was on. Um, he did. Uh, I choose you. Yeah, he was on what a job. Yeah. Four years ago. Wow. Yeah, what a job. That was so good though. That was the last Andre verse I was like, well, that's amazing. Oh, he did a Rick Ross tour this year. He did sixteen ain't enough. He did right. He, yeah. Oh, sixteen ain't enough. He's on, right. He's on a Metallica joint. <laughs> Metallica's dropping a new song with Andre. Gotta throw a Nickelback. Get Nickelback. <laughs> you heard the Big Boy album? Well, yeah, that's, that's the, the next thing that's coming up is Big Boy. Big Boy Phil Collins album. Seriously. <laughs> Big Boy Phil Collins. I would fuck with that heavy. Yo, fucking record label niggas. Make that happen. We'll go find them. I just love Phil Collins. <laughs> is, rap, is Rod Stewart popular with rappers? You niggas know more rappers than me. 
Rod Stewart. No, rappers love like like Holland Oates and Phil Collins. Like, <laughs> no, like because it's like that like the reason why like M A T H O D man was like, that's like a Holland Oates joint. Wow, I don't even know that. that was Fifteen years ago. No, I know, but like, well, still a rapper. He's <laughs> <laughs> still he's not extinct. It's why, it's why Bone Thugs did a joint with Phil Collins. They did. That's crazy. They did, yeah, yeah. That's good. Stinging Phil Collins and Bone Thugs. Crazy about Phil Collins. I hope they recorded the same. Can you not some niggas send each other a track like, "Yo, here, rap on this. Go on your thing and rap on this." And they're not ever together in the studio. I bet they were in the studio together. Yeah. That was before Phil you could do that Bone shit. Phil Collins and Bone Thugs had to be in the studio together. Yeah. Smoking dust. Phil Collins <laughs> <laughs> got that Illuminati money. He can do that. Oh, probably makes dust and moonshine you knew there was going to be a phil collins and bone thugs record because phil collins like weed handler accidentally got shot with a shotgun in some parking lot in cincinnati <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like some usual suspect shit like uh the the stern dude walks in he's like you've all stolen from phil collins you don't know it it does not matter that you are not aware of your crime you all owe him <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. I fuck with this. I like this. I like Janelle Monet. I like this joint. Yeah, I can't. I can't deal. It all. Everything outcast like post Idlewild. It just they they do these fucking happy stomp and clap beats. Oh, and now this hell album is like the, it has little dragon and shit on it. So it has like these these like electronic influences and shit. It's just. I, I just want to hear him make that record with Little John over and over again, you know. Um, Last call, Last call is the fucking best big yeah. boy song on either of those albums. Yo, my nigga, you know what's crazy? For the last ten minutes, I was thinking of like what, like when you play this song, I was like, what? How could you describe this shit? Nigga says, "Stop the clap." That's exactly what Perfect. it's like. It was just like 20 minutes doing a fucking choreographed stomping dance. They're gonna do the step show while this nigga's watching on mushrooms. <laughs> I'm a. I mean, I'm not like. I don't know. I'm not like. I like the late period big boy stuff, but it's like I. I actually wrote something about this, and it's like I don't understand. Like Atlanta's so weird right now. Like Atlanta's so weird right now. Yo, Ian, where's mine? <laughs> Thanks, dude. Sorry. <laughs> That didn't be dickish. Y'all are just like toasting. I'm like, I'm gonna get hold of get yelled at. Um, no, like, I just don't like Atlanta's so. If you go with pop in Atlanta right now, it's like Future and like Rocco, and it's a whole bunch of dudes making Future's weird hilarious. Mopey jams about about taking Molly, and the beats are amazing, and it's like like it's a whole bunch of like dudes who really are on some like Andre 2000 esque space shit. Yeah. In the future, like, I wish they'd work with Big Boy because. I feel like that would make a lot of sense. And instead, he's out here working with like indie rock bands. <laughs> that nigga's singing music. I mean, he's, a, he's a grown man. He could do whatever he wants, obviously. But you know. I mean, I think it has to do with like the shows that he gets booked for because he's doing shows at like Bonnaroo and yeah, all that shit, that's and, true. and probably sees that as a lane. And so, but it, it it's just weird to imagine. Like the the, the problem that I have with it is it, it totally bursts the the sort of fantasy. Of, of Big Boy the Pimp, you know, with the uh, with the stripper pole, and 
not that I need to really buy into that, but I, but I'd like I want the music to sound like stripper music. Yeah, there's like no stripper shit on this at all. Stripper music is my favorite shit. The first time I heard uh, French Montana Shot Caller was at fucking Expertise in Queens, though. <laughs> and this bitch was on stage. I look like fucking. <sighs> oh, I'm trying to think of a masculine athlete to describe this bitch as. Bitch was on stage looking like Carl Lewis, nigga. Yeah, bitch looked like Deion Sanders, nigga, with six toes. Bitch looked like Carl Lewis, nigga, with a free. Yo, so I'm about that chilling shit. This bitch comes up to me behind me. I turn around, this bitch looks like Tiki Barber, nigga. I'm like, nigga's got the whole NFL in this bitch, nigga. This bitch is rubbing my shoulder talking about, Poppy, you want special time? I was like, I don't want no, nigga, I don't want no type of time with you, bitch. I want you to resign with the Giants. I want you to resign with the Giants. I'm getting bitches pregnant, nigga. Dude, color commentary. Nigga's brother's still in the NFL. They're identical twins, obviously, right? They're born the same exact time. His brother's still in the NFL. And this nigga's on TV wearing Van Heusen suits. Yeah. When I mean, he quit, though, like, it was clear he wasn't, you know, he could have kept playing, but he was like, nah, I'm gonna be on TV. No, you, you can't. <laughs> niggas, yeah. What are you doing, my nigga? You fu- niggas think because they play football. Yo, I can talk about football. Get out of here, look like a fucking Muppet. Yo, that, but it's crazy, though. It's fucking. Yo, I f- totally forgot what I was about to say, dog. I had to do a Tiki Barber. Well, let me let me uh, take you to another place. <laughs> take me Macaroni. It's <laughs> your boy, this is some shit you buy overpriced bottle Hennessy to, nigga. You just the nigga in the fucking fake VIP, nigga. If you're the club of the hood, the only difference between VIP and the regular section is a, is a rope. That's it, nigga. You're in a corner with a rope around you and a, and a baby coffee table from Ikea. This has Hollywood Fergie on it. Is, is Hollywood Fergie ASAP Fergie? Is that ASAP Ferg? Is that a different person? You should not be asking me. I'm the wrong person that question. I don't think so. I'm always not stuff like that. I thought it straight had Fergie from BPDP on it, which is... <laughs> that would have been... I would have been... That would have made as much sense as anything else. <laughs> it also has French Montana on it like three years ago. I fuck with French Montana. The niggas heard the previous ones on the niggas know. Just because he's from the Bronx, and I don't, I won't even say have a musical debate with niggas like, yo, French with them, French Montana is because this. I'm like, nigga, because Bronx, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's just like, and he's just like, eh. what is it about Max B that floats your boat though? He's just, he's. Yo, first of all, I don't know. I think I said this shit on Twitter the other day. When I get the, the most influential nigga to come out in the last whatever many years has been Max B and Lil B. More recently, Lil B. But Max B came out. Everybody started talking about that shit is wavy. Yo, uh, this, that. Wait, what year, it's like, what year did he drop? Because I'm not going to lie. I totally missed that in my sphere of influence. Because yeah, I'm nah. like real heavy into like, like it's for me, it's like Southern rap and like radio like shit. 2009, 2010, Max B. Like I was I aware think, of his like, existence, but really the whole poppin'. like dip set, like especially that level of shit was never oh, like yo. my sphere. For niggas that Like I recommend The public domain joints You know what I'm like, saying you know, I've, I've like heard Max B Like I know Max B But it's like You know He never like Blew up, blew up like That's yeah, what I'm nah. saying Like I'm trying to When you talk about Being influential I'm not disagreeing with you But I'm like wondering Well this is like The DVD era too though That's what I'm saying And those niggas Were all on DVDs French was doing The Cocaine City joints That's Max how he got B, up right? Yeah, that was like, like his 
All these niggas are on DVDs, smack DVDs. Niggas like niggas in the hood don't buy shit. They fucking get download everything, get buy the shit from the Chinese nigga from the Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas don't buy shit, but niggas were buying smack DVDs. Though. Like my man was going to 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 little African joints and buying smack DVDs. And niggas, cause they had battles and shit like that, and they had niggas that weren't on the radio. You know what I mean? Really? And then they had occasionally had a nigga, yo, cause niggas talking about Cassidy earlier. There's a Cassidy freestyle he did on a smack that was. Well, you talking about niggas rapping their ass off? He killed it. He killed it. And I was just like, alright. And like niggas would all get up and fucking would be like 50 niggas in the room watching a smack DVD, watching niggas like battle or whatever like that. And um, so when you want a DVD, nigga, like you're on the internet. If you're on a DVD, you're on the internet. You know what I'm saying? You're on YouTube. The, the hood internet, if you will. Yeah, hood internet. Like surfing on y'all. About to put the surfboard up though. About to put the surfboard up. Snowboard. Yo, Adam Paul is listening. Yo, but yeah, nah, fucking Max B. French was niggas came from the DVDs, and they fucking killed it. So big up to them. Max B. And the thing I fuck with Max B. Because he's not, he's never, he always, he sings about shit that's like hilarious, but he does it like kind of serious, but not. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he knows like the shit is funny. You know what I mean? Like nigga did a song called Porno Music. You know what I'm saying? Where he like sings like on some R&B shit. He does funny shit and he's like, I know this shit is funny and niggas fuck with it. I fuck with French heavy. I mean, like I'm glad he's, I really like Mac and Cheese 3. I've been playing that a lot. I've been playing, I've been running Thriller in Manila in like heavy DJ Mustard sets. It's pretty good. <laughs> I told you, man, I've been listening to fucking the Chinks Drugs joint. I got it in my car. My over and over again? Yes, over and over. I put, and that, I put that on the tape, man. And, and, that's what's up. Yo, fucking, yeah. but I got the whole, the whole uh, cocaine riot part two, nigga. I'm sitting in the car with a fucking infant, nigga, in a baby chip blasting. <laughs> I'm a coke boy. Uncensored, nigga. Like, I'm a motherfucking coke boy. Uh, nigga, I picked this nigga up from daycare. Like, I'm a motherfucking coke boy. Nigga, <laughs> welcome. Bitches get out there cross like that same shit Jesus Man, I like French because French sounds like French sounds like he missed his cue on every single oh, line. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, always yeah. like a little bit late with every single line. Like, yo, in, but it works. He's like, huh? Right, oh wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is playing in my Honda. The guys, I'm driving. What was this sample from originally though? Uh, it was Royal Flush. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. And somebody's. There was a skateboard video where some, like a big skateboard video where somebody skateboarded to the instrumental. And so it has a, a whole renown right, right, right. around that. But I, to me, it was like a stretch and bobito, like just yeah, fucking yeah, that's what I was murderous joint. Yeah. I really like the fact that Harry Fraud, his entire career is like resurrecting really classic, like 90s oh, rap samples. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's great. Some niggas get mad at that. I fuck with that heavy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't think that's just sacred at all. I think it's yeah, like, no. I think it's great to hear, to get on tape and hear like some old, like, boot camp quick shit. I was shit. bugging when this shit came out. I was like, oh, like, oh no, they're the raw flush. Yeah. And I went in the fucking iTunes, nigga, looked up the fucking raw flush joint, put it back to back. I'm about to get a mixer, nigga. What's up, D? I'm about to just start, I'm coping right now, what the best rap album, nigga? My what the fuck is going on in this city. goddamn world? What are you, bitch? A boy, a girl? I can't tell because your shit on the sides are gone. Willie D. Remind me of oh, that monkey-looking bitch, Grace Jones. <laughs> Fucked up is how you look to Willie D. I just gotta have a bitch that has more hair than me. Yo, so like, I, I just wanna know what part of the world you're living in. This is a you problem you have. Like, <laughs> I've never seen so many bald women that I've been like, I gotta make a song about this. Okay, so the, the reason I play this is because there's a woman. I have to go to the cafe to work a lot uh, because I have people. Uh, 
I, I have a, a small child at my house and who won't leave me alone oh, if, I, okay. if I'm at home. So, uh, when, whenever her grandmother's over and uh, I can go work, I'll go work in the cafe. And so there's the the other person who works at the cafe the most, like right across from me, always right in my uh, line of sight, has uh, alopecia. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, the fucking Charlie Villanueva disease. Nigga, you got no eyebrows. <laughs> the what is it? You know the nigga Charlie Villanueva from the fucking um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pistons yeah, and yeah. shit. Yo, shout out to my manager. Yo, my manager went to school with that nigga. Yeah, that nigga went to prep school, dog. He a prep school nigga. So this woman is bald, has no eyebrows, has no eyelashes. She draws her eyebrows on, like with blue, blue makeup pencil or whatever. But she's really good looking. Oh, so it's like. But damn. she's bald. Do you think she has cancer and she's doing chemo? No. Okay. No, I think she has she has a genetic disorder. Where she can't grow hair anywhere on her body. That's crazy. Which leads us to the question: Would you smash a bald-headed bitch? If she look dope, though. I mean, yeah, like I fucked enough bald-headed bitches. Like, <laughs> bitches with wheat and fake hair and shit. I don't think I ever fucked a bitch with real hair in my life. Straight up, except my wife probably. Shout out to her. She's very Caucasian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, weaves, I mean, like you know, I, I I could definitely conceive of a short-haired, possibly woman with a shaved head being attractive. Like, it doesn't really seem out of the realm of possibility. But would yeah, you smash dope, though? Would I smash? Probably. Probably, yeah, definitely. Yeah, what the fuck, I'm seeing really. Yeah. Definitely, I'll definitely smash. Yo, she looked good, but she was bald and had no hair anyway. She had no eyebrows and like that. I go fuck it. But would you I'm need to wear like a glove with suction cups on it? <laughs> Or like for grip, I might need to have some like LeBron grab head. chalk, so you're, you so you don't have like moisture <laughs> on your hands, so you get grip when you <laughs> have to grab on. Her. I have like, receiver gloves, like, oh yeah. God, like <laughs> stick them, like fucking Lester Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. foul. That's fucked up. Shout out to that ball bitch though. Yeah. Weaves, there's bitches have no shame in, in proclaiming that they have weaves nowadays. Like back in the day, used to be a thing. Like nineties, yeah, yo, bitch got a weave, man. Like it was a diss. You know what I'm saying? Now bitches just rock a weave. Like, check my weave out on Instagram. Hashtag weave. Like, not giving a fuck, nigga. Like, I got a weave, nigga. What's up? You, and there's, it's like a bright red weave that you can tell yeah, where like it starts because it's braided in. Oh, yeah. But she's braided in. Her hair is purple, nigga. Her weave is red. But she's like grimace. This Yo. is like so, like, wildly foreign to my whole being. <laughs> bitches are weaves. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't even. I, like, would not know weave existed. At my high school, there would be just tumble weave. Oh, yeah. No, we had that too. I just didn't know what it was. Oh, okay. I just didn't have, like, a, a conception of it. Yeah. Yeah, bitches. Shout out to bitches with weaves. I don't care. Bitches of everything is fake on a bitch nowadays. Cause you go to DR and get a whole body redone for like five for the, the, the price of a Honda Civic. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. little five G's. You go there and get tits and ass. All your fucking little belly situation yeah, it's resolved. Like the five thousand dollar lady. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy, nigga. Five G's. I gotta buy a cord, nigga. Yo, speaking of speaking of uh of getting liposuction. Yo, the the twenty the twelve 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 concert. Fucking Roger Daltrey from the Who. He he took his shirt off like gradually throughout the set. And homeboy homeboy was like ripped, but in a creepy way because he's like sixty five. Uh, uh. Like he looked like dude from Prometheus, um, <laughs> but like a little bit tan. But he also um like he had like a scar. 
So like it wasn't either he had lipo or he had like an an appendectomy or something, but it was like <laughs> the guy with a shotgun. It was just not a good look because you're like you're like you're a middle aged you're, you're rich you're middle aged and you have your shirt off and you got a scar on your stomach from like an unoppressive piece of surgery. Like come on, man. Yeah, dog, look. you did not get shot with a Uzi, man. Yeah, you got right? a fucking you yeah, got your little prostate like, removed. Like showing off his war wounds. He's like they got a hysterectomy. Yeah, that dude has some that dude has some <laughs> surgery insurance paid for. Ah, uh, shit. Yo, after 40, niggas should never take their fucking shirt off, man. <laughs> you're 40 years old. Don't take your shirt off, nigga. 50, 60, that's crazy, my nigga. If you're fat and rich. If you're fat, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, like I'm saying, like Rick Ross I'm, should I'm never- I'm dying to never, take my shirt off on TV, nigga. Yeah, like Rick I'm Ross should never fuck. put his shirt back on. Like, he's just, he's fat and rich. Like, he's, you know, nah, he's do straight. his thing. That nigga go to the Grammys with his titties out. Yeah, totally. Don't give a fuck. Niggas doing it. All right. Here's one more. Pues quiero que le digas a tu amigas que el rey del pum pum acaba de llegar y Yo, nadie lo puede parar. Soy llora, llora, porque yo igual que general. Yo, pum pum mami mami no me van matando pum pum mami mami no me van matando pum pum mami mami no me. Yo, you throw this song back as they want to get the drop. They use the fucking kid. All the old niggas are like, what is this? When they start grinding, like fucking ten years old. Who's making niggas be ten years old grinding on on bitches at parties? I uh I was DJing a Cinco de Mayo last year and I had the um the big reggaeton book in my bag oh, the one man. with the golden platinum oh, on the front. Oh shit! And like I was playing a bunch, I was playing like the eight reggaeton songs I have, and some chick was like, "You don't anything about this," and I'm like, "Yo!" And I pulled the book out. She's impressed, and I got her number, and then she did not call me back. But still, you, you know, had to I had to work till four in the morning, man. She's not about that life. Uh, was she Wednesday. bald? Huh? Was she bald? She's not bald. She's a little Yo, oversized. Is it difficult to get pussy as a DJ when I go? Like yeah, after it's after way harder after than you think because you got to be around till four in the morning. And they put bitches to finish by four a.m. Yeah, I had one time where uh, I was I, I needed to get a ride home, uh, and, uh, or I didn't need to. Okay, there was a cocktail waitress, and uh, she offered to give me a ride home. Uh, and so I'm feeling optimistic about it. Uh, she's she's driving me. She's gonna drive me back. I, this is in the era of uh, pre-Serato, so you have to put your uh, your record flight cases. Uh, I put my flight cases in the trunk, and I think that I'm gonna um, let out a fart, and I shit my pants. <laughs> and so now I've already got my record crates in the trunk. There's no way to play it off. Like, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna take all my crates out <laughs> of the trunk and not get a ride home to Williamsburg from Manhattan. And so I get all weird, like no game whatsoever after that because I had shit my pants. Yeah, that's that's a real game killer. Yeah. And uh, we pulled up and I was like, I'll be right back. And I wasn't right back. Like it was a good five to ten minutes before I could go, you know, finish shitting, first of all. And then, oh, and then clean up, and then come out and get the crates back out of the trunk. Oh. And at that point, it was just like, "Good night, don't shake my hand." No. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's unfortunate. Terrible, that was a bad ride, I, man. That's not a good night, man. You shit your pants. No night yeah. can be good. The night can happen after that. After you shit your pants, you yeah, can be like, "Yo, that was that. a good night, though." Yo, I shit my pants, but that was a good night, though, nigga. Yeah. Nothing can happen. You can fuck. You can have a threesome with Jessica Alba and fucking. And a clone of Jessica Alba And we shouldn't have pants I guess I, If I don't do something with Jessica Alba in the club And then shit my pants later I still consider it a victory 
I'll be like, I'll be like, and I shit my pants. Yeah. I got a dude, I got a friend in, in college who legendarily peed himself and still smashed. Like, he like was brought a girl home and was like, hold on a second. He just peed himself right there. And she was like, eh. Fuck it. That's a real bitch. So yeah, bitch she's, fuck yeah, she's down. Yeah. She, I mean, it's sterile, you know. I wouldn't do it. Which is like, yo, I just happen to have a jellyfish thing, nigga. <laughs> I will never understand that thing of wanting to pee uh, on people, a girl. Uh, some erotic shit. I do yeah. not understand that dog. Piss. My piss smells. I'm got my piss smells like homeless nigga piss. My piss. You gotta drink for, more water, man. Well, yeah, dog. I drink too much. I don't drink enough water. That shit probably smells like Michael Jordan's eyeballs. <laughs> Terrible. It's <nigga>. Esoteric. Yeah. <laughs> That's a left field reference. Yo, can I say this has nothing to do with nothing? But I saw Michael Jordan the other day when the Knicks were playing. Uh, what team is he on? The Bobcats? Charlotte Bobcats? Yeah. He owns the Bobcats. The Knicks were playing the Bobcats and beat them. Like a last minute J.L. Smith hit like a game winning shot. Yo, that nigga's face, because I hate Michael Jordan, my nigga. I, hate, I grew up a Knicks fan in the 90s. Michael Jordan was like fucking the worst evil nigga ever because nigga shattered my dreams every year as a kid. <laughs> every year is fucking bastard. I was like, yo, fuck this nigga. But, um, so every time that nigga loses, I feel great. You know what I mean? Like last year, the Bobcats was like the worst team of the whole NBA. Shit, I was like, word, fuck you, Jordan. <laughs> the New Jordans came out. They looked like fucking scuba wet shoes. You know what I'm saying? I was like, <laughs> this nigga's losing. This nigga came out with a, a coat that was a like a varsity jacket, but like the tux, like a tux jacket with like the two the two coat whatever the coat How tails. How did I miss that? That's amazing. <laughs> was it made of frayed denim? She was like a varsity yo dog. She was like distressed denim blazer slash varsity jacket. I was like yo dog, this is the ugly shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Niggas losing. And I saw him. They saw him lose to the Knicks, and I was like dog, this is so sweet because they did a close up of him, like a real tight zoom, and the niggas just looking down like that, like. Looking mad dejected, and then the score's under like next one million Bobcat Zero, man. You know what I'm saying? There was that great blog, or maybe a Tumblr, where it was just what is Jordan wearing? Yeah, he's the one. Yo, my nigga, I don't understand. Yeah, it is. He's an unending fount of terrible outfits. That nigga, I don't know if he just like Steve Harvey just sends that nigga suits after he does Comic View or what, my nigga, because that nigga be wearing size 49,000 suits. (laughs) I'm like, what's wrong? He dresses like a professional poker player. Like he dresses like someone that has a lot of money, but like yeah. has no idea what to do with it. It doesn't and doesn't really like have enough clothes. Like I don't know how that dude isn't like like you're you're Michael Jordan. Get a stylist. Get a stylist. You know? like, we're all jo- or be like Eminem, nigga. We're all Jordan brand shit. Wait, Eminem still. What is Eminem brand shit? Like no, 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 no. Eminem only wears Jordan brand shit. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. heavy. I just picture Eminem wearing just like sweatsuits all yeah, the time. That's it. That's all that nigga wears. Like, I was saying shit about Snoop. Nigga, nigga dresses like he's going to the airport every <laughs> every day. Every day he's got his airport outfit on. No, Eminem dresses like he's going to my high school in 1998. <laughs> 1998. Mm-hmm. Yo, he rocks only Jordan brand shit, but then he was rocking. He had, they had like a shady, shady brand. It was like a G Unit type shit. Yeah, like yeah, Echo made it or some shit like that. Oh my god. Yeah, she was atrocious. Some shit you just, wear. just said shady, man. Some shit you wear when you decide when you when you don't want to be a juggalo. Uh, <laughs> yo, my new thing is that juggalos are, are like the Hasids of Middle America because they're the weirdest dressed people you'll see and not react to it. You'll be like, <laughs> y'all, like, y'all are wearing Walmart. some crazy shit, but I understand why I understand. you're doing it. It's part of your culture, and I get it. You I know? see the little running like axe fine. tattoo yeah. you have. I, it's like now it makes sense. <laughs> I did that for Halloween. That's what my Halloween juggalo or a Hasid was a juggalo. Juggalo, a juggalo Hasid. Juggalo juggalo Hasid would would implode. That shit. There's just no way to 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 work that. 
I love I love the juggalo resurgence, man. I love the FBI, the case against the FBI they got where they're like <sighs> No, do you hear about this? No. Yo, they so the they like basically There's the a dossier. Yeah, the FBI. The FBI. <laughs> no, straight up, the FBI was like running a file on the Juggalos, and ICP was like, "Yo, we're not a criminal organization." The FBI was like, "Yes, you are." And he's like, "All right, we're lawyering up." And they lawyered up, and they're like, they're like. ICP like throwing money behind a fund. It's like, yo, if you've been like hassled or fired or like whatever because like you come to work with Clown Makeup Fund. Yeah, no, it's, no, 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 no. It's like, but it's like this is like this is like legitimate claims. It's like, yo, I got fired from work because like I like had a juggalo tattoo, like, and, and it's like dudes in Missouri are like, yo, I know what that is. He's like, what is he? He's like, you can't be, you know. So like, legitimately, dudes are talking about like being hassled by cops and shit. And so like, you should be allowed got- to vote if you're a juggalo. <laughs> just, no. just uh, you should have all of your rights stripped away. <laughs> I don't know. They're, yo, they're way dumber and more powerful people in America than the jugglers. Oh, just fucking <laughs> send them all the, to some province yo, in Canada just, that needs... They just want to have fun. Yo, honestly, I only experienced... I think I experienced jugglers once in real life. I don't want to hang out with them. I just arguing for their the right to exist. Niggas listen to like three... Yo... I read the like the, the niggas do like a festival right like a music festival so I read the lineups of this shit and it was like St. Clown Posse and like Tech Nine and like and fucking Cypress uh, Hill I'm like how the fuck Yo, a, couple, a couple years ago Ice it was Cube. like it was like Ice Cube 3-6 Mafia Scarface last year they, re- they united the Ghetto Boys <laughs> yeah. Vanilla Ice though too Not anymore No he's like out of that sh- No last year was like a legitimate like the lineup was crazy But they like, also have Juggalo like yeah. wrestling once again I would yeah. not go to this comedian. shit I'm just <laughs> not going to shit I'm just trying to acid. point out that they like yo those dudes are way more like real hip hop than yo can niggas put a budget together to send the three of us to Juggalo Festival I'm sure on Vice Shrooms? will pay for it <sighs> Vice pay for that for niggas to go to to go to the Juggalo Fest Summer like Jam Juggalo Summer Jam they the did that though there yeah, was a, there was a Vice article about yeah. about where the guy was and he was fucking Vice fucking Vice sends niggas on drugs everywhere Really? In a juggalo fest? Yeah, because you can't because there's no taking a break. Like they're not staying in hotels. People are intense. Oh, that, sounds yeah. bo- that sounds more it, boring than anything. Except that it's just like nonstop noise the whole time. Yeah, bitches with titties. Like having a kid, right? High five. Uh, uh, down here. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Small Talk. My name is DJ Ayers. It's Kim Skinny Freeman. We'll talk to you shortly. Uh-huh.